0: Wait, listen.
1: Hey guys, and welcome back to Headful. Hello. Episode five.
0: All right, welcome. This is an episode on happiness, and it's our second, or it's our second run. Our second run. Because yeah. the first one was supposed to be about happiness, and we ended up deviating so far from that, that we ended up talking about Western medicine.
1: Mm-hmm. And we also ran into <laughs> several technical issues.
0: Only oh, on yeah. episode five,
1: and we're already running into technical issues. But that's okay. We, we moved past
0: it. We figured uh, yeah. it out. And it here we are again. sounding absolutely horrendous. <laughs> it just, it was so, so depressing when the whole episode was supposed to be at, like happiness. And mm-hmm. we're talking about mental health once again, which is important, but nothing regarding happiness. Like right. we might have mentioned it in the beginning.
1: We and just, then it was yeah, we went This is track what's a wrong
0: bit. with Western medicine and <laughs> it was whack. It was okay. Bi- so now today we have a uh, better structure. Let's hope. Let's hope. We'll see. Uh, okay, so now I need a new fun fact. And I just whipped one up. So are you ready? Yes. Okay, it's kind of. it's kind of sad. That's okay.
1: <laughs> okay. In our happiness. Okay, ready.
0: Episode, but that's okay. Right, overly happy people make more mistakes. So it's so it's I said, feel like I get that
1: because like I feel like you're like not a care in the world, so you're like not as cautious as maybe cautious.
0: That that's probably the right
1: word. I um. Yeah, I feel like that's just like, oh, I'm happy. What could go wrong?
0: Right. It says that depressed people have a more accurate view of the world around them <laughs> and their place in it. Hmm. Yikes! So that's why I meant it was sad. It was yeah. like not to say that you you shouldn't be happy, but interesting. There I think was... there's
1: a I think there's a balance there. I think there's a a crucial balance. I think to be happy can be a fault sometimes. To be overly happy can be yeah. a fault because there's no reality
0: right likewise I, it also said that being happy might make you less creative Interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah i think it says that um moderate levels of positive mood benefits creativity but high levels of happiness do not exhibit that same burst mm. which is really weird yeah i guess that's why so many like, artists
1: you see are, like, tortured. I was tortured. just thinking yeah.
0: that. Yeah, and they're, like, really upset yeah. And sometimes starving. Mm. Yeah. All right, well, the rest of the episode won't be...
1: That's depressing. That's oh, depressing. You never know. Anything can happen.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we'll talk about, like, mental health, too, and stuff. Um, we're also going to go into, like, the holidays and seasonal depression mm. and stuff. Because that's important, too. In talking about happiness, but I guess to begin, what is happiness to you? That's a good question. I feel like I struggle a lot with this. Yeah, because both of us. Yeah, I think
1: on the surface level, you just want to be like, oh, well, laughing. You know what I mean? Like or smiling, having a good time. Mm. But I think like true happiness is so much deeper than that. Like you, I feel like happiness is being content with your life yes to me at least
0: yeah i i think that there's there's a base so for most of us at, at least for me maybe you mm. negativity is that base so Mm-mm. you can feel happy and a bunch of different emotions like you can deviate from that base of negativity but at the end of the day you're back to negativity eh, right? yeah so i think true happiness is have is, is reversing that base to like I'm happy, but I can feel sad. So, like... Right. A happy person can feel sad and honestly, arguably, should feel other emotions other than happiness. Yeah, I think
1: it's being happy is being able to... Balance. Balance and and to feel every emotion and not to suppress or guard other emotions. Yeah. Because you think, oh, I have to be happy all the time.
0: Yeah, I think that's what stresses a lot of people out is is on their little little quest to to be happy. They realize like, well, I'm feeling all these different emotions and I'm freaking out. That can't be it. Mm. I'm I'm doing something wrong. But I think yeah, happiness is is learning the ability to to manage everything you feel. Mm. Which is hard and clearly takes a lifetime to right. master. Yeah, I'm nowhere so, near like, it. Silly, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm happy now. Oh,
1: okay. I'm,
0: I'm cured. <laughs> right. I, I actually used to say, though, <laughs> I had a really good day today. I'm happy. I don't need any more help. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I was looking up definitions of happiness. Because it's interesting. I think there's doing, they're doing a lot more studies on it. Um, I, I think there's, like, a class now at Yale, maybe? Harvard? Some really smart school. <laughs> and it's a whole course on happiness and stuff because people are getting into it. But I looked up on Psych Today. It is a combo of balancing your emotions, good and bad, mm-hmm. um, cognitive self-judgments about life in general, and a sense of purpose or meaning in your life. So basically, it's like when people ask you, what is your purpose in life? Mm. What is your dharma? You know that Dharma, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, I an don't know if you look at
1: it is what is your purpose, and that's what makes you happy,
0: right? I guess the earlier you can find that out is, is yeah, great. And but... that's
1: the tough thing is not many people find it out
0: at an early age. Mm. Usually, in old age, but there's this pressure like y- you need to know what you're doing now. Some right. People get anxious. What do you want to do for the rest yeah. of your life
1: when you're 17 and yes. deciding out which college you want to go to?
0: Yeah, yeah, going to school and doing something because or think deciding not you to go to school. Yeah, yeah, and
1: that's a huge decision that like a lot of people kind of see as bad, but is as just as a valid choice as going to school I don't or going agree. to a trade yeah. school or literally making any decision you want to make.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's this idea, like, right out of high school, they're like, well, what do you, what do you want to do with your life? Mm. And they kind of bind that, well, what is your purpose in life? Right. But career isn't necessarily your purpose, purpose. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why people stress out, and then they go into things that they think will make them happy, but, but their version of happiness might just be, like, success financially, which is right. so... Well, I mean, for some people, maybe, if that's really what they want, but I think they're
1: yeah, I think for everyone it's They're is going far
0: from the picture. In, the big picture. Right.
1: I don't know. I think it's so individual. Like our even our purposes. We have like pretty similar views on life, yeah, and our purposes could be complete opposites.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, happiness is totally unique. Mm. Success is totally unique.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I was also I was looking at the Dalai Lama, mm-hmm. the 14th Dalai Lama. Mm-hmm. And he essentially said that happiness is achieved through training the mind, which goes into this idea of, um, "Can you choose to be happy?" Mm. And he says yes, and I kind of agree, yeah so it's because you kind of have to train your mind to to be calm, and you have to you have to be able to clear it regardless of any physical situation you're in. Mm-hmm. And that's training. so that's not something you're just born with that's like you need to learn when everything bundles up in your head you need to learn like how to clear it regardless of of what you're doing you know Mm. it's kind of interesting yeah
1: that is a another cool way to look at it
0: yeah yeah and he said um like this idea that fear and anger are like big (laughs) no-nos um and, and yeah having a calm mind Reduces yeah I feel like fear. that is kind of just like um,
1: get rid of any earthly view on life or like yeah. anything that's holding you back yes just like fear and anger
0: and like, suspicion too yeah yeah suspicion from like other people and and fear that like no this isn't gonna work but definitely anger is huge. And, and if you think about, like, personally, like, if you're angry about something in the past, and if you're still holding on to it, mm. and, you know, you can blame other people all you want, but you're the one that's holding on holding to on it, to and it, you're yeah. sacrificing your own happiness. And that's why, that's this whole thing, it's, it's training to clear your mind, like, learning to forgive, like, and the, I don't even know what podcast it was, I was talking about trust and forgiveness, yeah. You have to learn to do that. Most
1: important, yourself, to trust yeah. yourself, yeah, and forgive yourself.
0: Yeah, and you definitely have to learn to do that to find peace right. within yourself. You can still be mad about something, but as long as it's not holding you back from doing other
1: things or, yeah. or, or harming out
0: your whole thought yeah. process, like, it shouldn't be the case. It shouldn't. Mm. Yeah, it shouldn't be, like, your main thought all the time. Like, oh, my God, remember when this happened? Like, that, yeah. that just shouldn't, it shouldn't be it. But I think for me that, personally, that was a big problem of mine. And it still, it takes a lot of work. Because especially if something really, like, pissed you off, that's not something you can just tell yourself to be, like, get over it. You're mm. going to be fine.
1: Right. Just clear yeah, your you mind. you have to work through some, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and like, you have to work through why it's making you angry and why yeah. it's holding you back
0: from doing other things or feeling other emotions. Yeah. Yeah, he said um let me see here. Oh, he said 90% of that negativity is in our mental projection. So so I guess in a way like we we are perceiving mm. negativity. Yeah. So that's in other words, it's a choice. Right. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to, but it's also, it's not, I'm not even trying to oversimplify it because it's not even like, look at things more positively. Like, right. Don't just look yeah. at something sometimes it's like,
1: so hard to look at things positively. Yeah. You literally cannot look at them in another way. Yeah. So it, it is, it does come with a lot of work
0: mm. and I'm
1: definitely not there. Like I de like, like we were saying earlier, like our baselines are negative. Yeah. Like any situation I'm in, I'm, I I see the worst in it a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. <laughs> And like it's I'll try to see to the do. good. It's so yeah. it's so easy to see the worst yeah. in things. It's so much harder to find, or like to primarily see the good, right? And I yeah. think that also goes along with like, like again, the trust aspect of it. Like you're putting yourself in a position where you're like, oh, I want to see the good in this, but then if it doesn't meet your expectations, then you're disappointed. But if you see it in a negative way, then you can't be disappointed when or if it doesn't exceed your expectations.
0: Yeah. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us, we hold like really high standards for things and it Mm. just, it literally breaks us. And we're like, well, why aren't we happy? Right. It's
1: because (laughs) you're literally
0: expecting everything to go perfectly.
1: A hundred percent of the time.
0: Yeah, and yeah, you're not allowing yourself – you're not training yourself to accept things when they're not perfect. And mm. that's – that's kind of life. It's kind of like training – okay, again, I can't even say that's life because I'm 20 years old. Right. <laughs> I don't know life yet at all, but – What we've experienced. Yeah, and it's, it's hard. And I think that, you know, like a lot of us or many of us are driven by anger and suspicion, especially from others – Mm. and and we kind of like wired ourselves to be untrusting beings in in order to like protect ourselves
1: yeah and so much of that comes from and, and this isn't to say that all parents are bad because <laughs> but like a lot of our like prejudices and conceptions of things come from our parents because they see things in a certain way and that's how you grow up being taught oh this is right or wrong this is good or bad so you have this idea of your mind of good and bad and so and then as that's what growing up and being your own person and becoming content in your life is is realizing your own set of values and your own set of like how you put expectations on things yeah so i think a lot of that learned behavior is inherited
0: yes inherited okay so i i already asked you this before Um, but I'll just tell other people, there's this documentary. It might be on Netflix. If not, you can probably rent it for like a a small price. It's Mm -hmm. called happy. It's literally just called happy. And it it goes into a bunch of different storylines of, of what makes other people happy. And it's the beautiful thing is it's like so unique. It's like people from all over the globe living differently. So it's not even like, what is the one thing that will make you happy? That is so unique. Mm. And people think it's like there's one superfood or this one job or this one place that makes you happy. Mm. No. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also went in in the beginning and it showed a little chart of basically of like what happiness like represents. So 50% of that is actually genetic. So that's inherited. Mm. And that's basically your set point. So... So even if you are the happiest you can ever be, somebody could be happier than you because they have a, genetically yeah, you know, a greater sibling. a
1: predetermined
0: right. Yeah. So so this whole you know game of comparing yourself to others like that person seems a lot happier. It's like mm. y- you can't do that. You have to. That's say, Am such I the a happiest? dangerous game yeah. too,
1: because you yeah. know you also never know what's going on. Truthfully. right?
0: that's the yeah, like that's they could put different. on it yeah <laughs> they can totally be at the bottom of their range right and you have no idea and you think they're the happiest, happiest person but, but yeah you just have to kind of know yourself enough to be like you know this is this is the happiest I can be and that that's all that's really in my control mm. so I, I have to work to get there and then from there it says 40% is intentional activities that's a big chunk. It's kind of like 50-50. Yeah. So things that you decide to do can essentially make or break you. And then there's that 10% that's, that's circumstances that you, you really can't control. So
1: right.
0: Your age, your your social status, your, mm-hmm. your income, geography where you live. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of control where you live, but... For well, some people can't. Case, yeah. It's not a lot like, of, yeah, a lot of people can't I'm control unhappy. that. I'm gonna move right, to Bahamas and a <laughs> lot of people can't
1: just pick up yeah. and and move to yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, it's so not easy. So then I think it's so important to to focus on that forty percent and really understand that fifty percent of like this is me, and and this is how I'm gonna reach the yeah. highest point of my range. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But. But yeah, so you, you can you can essentially find happiness even when you're faced with unfavorable like circumstances in that ten percent. Mm-hmm. And I think people people assume that well, I'm really at the bottom of the socioeconomic status, or I I'm living in a really shitty place. I can't be happy, and I'm just gonna accept it. Right. You're only doing. You're only accepting it because you. You, you know, think you, you have to. Yeah, right. Because, like, you see, see,
1: see the, the richest people in the world, yeah. and they're the most unhappy people in the world, and you see the poorest people in the world, and they're the happiest people in the world. Yes. It's really all about... How, I think it, it, it comes down to how you view things. like yeah, How you view the It's your mindset. Yeah.
0: It's so powerful. It also went into... It was talking about, like, this idea, can money make you happy? Mm-hmm. And it basically said... And maybe you know this, but... I mean, I learned it from the documentary. Um... Money will, like, incredibly boost your happiness from like dirt poor to comfortable. Mm-hmm. But then from comfortable to any amount of richness, mm-hmm. there's zero improvement.
1: That's interesting.
0: Which, yeah, because I to an extent you do need money to be happy. You need like a stable right. home. You mm-hmm. need to like know that food and, and yeah, shelter it takes is a, there, it just takes right? away
1: like. So many stressors of life, yeah, that can really bog you down. Like you said, food, yeah. shelter, clothes, whatever.
0: Clothes, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, knowing when you're gonna find your next meal, and right? Like, but, but then,
1: yeah, But that is interesting. Yeah, from I, I can totally see that from comfortable, because that takes away. I mean, obviously, people who are comfortable have stress about money, but like,
0: yeah. But they have the basics.
1: But they know? have the basics, yeah. I th- Yeah,
0: that is very... I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Because yeah, you can buy whatever you want, all the materials, but it's not... I mean, it can, but it's temporary. That's what it said. It's yeah. temporary happiness. So, like, I'm going to buy this new hat or I'm going to go travel the world. That's incredible, traveling. Mm. Incredible. But it's also temporary because then you go back. Yeah, like, you go back, yeah. Well... That was it. <laughs> and, and
1: then when you... Like, if you go to another country, your view on things isn't going to change. Like, that's something yeah. you have to do. That's something you can't buy is is a mindset. Yeah. You can buy experiences, like that, yeah. and you can buy things that will make you happy, but you can't buy a new mindset or how you think of things.
0: Definitely with the experiencing. Mm. Um, I, I think people are like, I'm going to... Well, actually... I'm sorry. I thought that. Yeah. I said, I'm going to go here and I'm going to be an entirely different person. Yeah. It as if I was, I was dependent on another place to fix all of my problems. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. And it didn't. Yeah. It didn't. It <laughs> right. did temporarily. Right.
1: That's the thing. While you were so, there.
0: And then I came back and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm
1: not here. <laughs> <cured. laughs> what?
0: And that's the thing is, you can use those experiences to help you, but those experiences do not make you happy yeah. unless you use it in a way to like shift your mindset to yeah. something more favorable for you. Right. Um, that was another thing I did. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna. I know this sounds cliche, mm-hmm. but cutting my hair. I, oh, I totally because you know it, how yeah. like people are like. I cut my hair and I'm a totally new person. That's why I cut my hair. Not, okay, it was also like close to my ass. It was really long. Um, And it needed a trim, but I cut it as a way to like, like, it's a whole new me. I'm Mm. cutting away all of my past problems. (laughs) And you know, it's kind of weird. It kind of worked, but not because... My hair like represented my problems. It was, be- I think, it was because I used that to shift my mindset. Right. Yeah. But it's 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 using
1: it as it's not like oh I cut my hair and everything's fine. It's the it's because you think of it as I'm I'm changing. I'm shedding my past. I'm literally. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Literally I'm, shedding I'm using, weight. i <laughs> using I'm using my hair yeah. as a as a, a manifestation almost of my problems. Yeah. And by cutting them off, I'm removing them it's just a visualization of your problems yeah so by cutting off your hair you're cutting off your problems and so many people do that and so many people need that visualization of it's gone so are my problems like I've attached these to my hair so I've it's gone
0: right you definitely have to you have to follow the change with that you can't just yeah I'm cutting my hair. Everything. Everything will
1: be fine after that.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, continue living the way you yeah. were living.
1: Yeah, you have to do that work yeah. of figuring it out and and very internal work of it's your, a yeah. lot. Yeah,
0: it's so cliche because I I look at old pictures and I'm like, like I miss my long hair, but I also I don't want it back. Because I just, I visualized it now to this point. I was mm-hmm. like, well, no. That you connected
1: it to your hair. I connected, so
0: yeah, yeah I, I did. So, um, but then over the summer, like, do you remember, like, my mom just kept cutting it? <laughs> yeah. Like, every week, she just kept cutting it. And I think I went a little, I went a little overboard. And then I had to get it, like, fixed up. And there was, one side was one inch shorter. Because we just <laughs> kept doing it. We didn't know where to stop. Or I guess I didn't know when to yeah. stop. I was like, just cut my hair. <laughs> um, yeah, so self-control was a very important skill that I ended up uh, picking up a little bit. Mm. But but yeah, it's like little things that you think will make you happier. And, and you know maybe they do, maybe they don't. Um, another one is like getting a dog. Mm-hmm. That's I was like, once I get a dog, my whole life will be better. Right. Like, I love my dog. I do. And it did help. It helped, but, but it's it also, did. like, it was temporary. Right. It was like, oh, my God, my life is great. And then it's like, well, it's still my life.
1: It's still my, yeah, Plus exactly. Plus a dog. So,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is I mean, yeah. kind of stressful, too. Right. It's a little puppy, you know, shitting all over the house. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's definitely what people do. is They're like, I'm going to get this, and this will change. And, no, it really starts, I think, with your mindset. So saying, you know, happiness can be attained through retraining your brain. You know, suggesting it's a choice. Then there's the question: like, what about mental illness? Mm. And I think that's oversimplifying it. Saying like, yeah, oh, just change. I'm depressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like oh, what, what you said that one time. Yeah. don't be sad. Oh, just don't be sad. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's not like going up to somebody who's depressed and saying, well, really what you have to do is rewire your brain. Cause, right. Because like, you're well, just telling the, yourself. That's the problem
1: is I can't re- rewire yes, my brain.
0: Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, and I've been doing like a lot of thinking with that. And I really, I think in those cases with mental health and mental illness, I should just say mental il- mental illness because we all have mental health. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think in that case, it's genetics that play a role. Mm-hmm. And like my mom and I, we talk about this a lot. We think that, although it, they can't really prove it because we ask our doctors and like, well, we, we suggest that genetics play a role and, and mental illness can be passed along mm-hmm. generations. But, um, I mean, it kind of makes sense, especially in this case, right? why they can't just rewire their brain. Yeah. It could be in that, you know, 50% if we're looking at that chart. That Genetics. Started, yeah. Right. Um, but, but I think, and again, I'm not trying to oversimplify this because mm-hmm. you and I are both in that kind of issue with, yes, with mental with, I don't even know yeah. like what
1: I feel like at this point we're both like coming to terms with with what we have yeah and like trying to figure out like for me like it was very recent that I kind of like pinpointed oh maybe I really do have depression like before yeah. it was just always like oh I just have anxiety about things but I feel like recently I've really like done a lot of research and like w- done a lot of internal work and been like yeah you know what I think I I this is what I have
0: yeah yeah it's- and I think a lot of people don't do that work because yeah. there's that stigma. Like mm-hmm. you, you, don't want to. You don't want people to know that you're yeah. ill. Mm-hmm. And and also like I I know I used to call myself crazy
1: mm, for I hate thinking that. <laughs> yeah for
0: thinking the way I thought I was like oh my god I'm just, just crazy, crazy. Just stop yeah. what you're doing. Um, there's also a lot of like,
1: like the reason why I thought I had either like anxiety or something. Was like, oh, this is what we were taught that depression looks like. It looks yeah. like this, this, and this. And I was like, well, I don't really have this, this, and this, but I do have these other things. And yeah. the more work I did, the more research I did, I was like, yes, this, this, I'm, I'm being validated. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, 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 these are, s- it, it's, it's just so different for everybody, I feel like.
0: Yes. And
1: they don't teach that. And they don't teach, yeah. Which is why there's
0: this stigma around mental health, and nobody wants to talk about it. Right. Because if you were to tell, like, your friends or your family, like, hey, I think I'm depressed, nine times out of ten, I'm sure they're going to think, bags under your eyes, Mm -hmm. crying all the time, very elusive. Just like baseline (laughs) is sad. And you don't want to be viewed that way. Like, Mm. and you don't want people to take pity on you.
1: And you also don't want people to tell you, no, you're not.
0: Yeah, like, you, you remember, look, you're fine. you were laughing yeah. the other day. You're not depressed. Yeah.
1: And you're yeah. like, okay,
0: well, that's right.
1: not what depression
0: is. <laughs> yeah, there's, I think, a very, there's, there's a lack of education, but also just a lack of communication and listening. Mm. Communication is big. I don't think anyone talks about it. Yeah. Nearly enough. <laughs> and it, it's something that should be talked okay. about. And even when people do talk about it, I don't think they're, they're fully heard, which is why I think it's so hard for people to get the help they need. Yeah. Because, you know, then this is why we went on a rant about Western medicine. I'm I'm really (laughs) going to try not to go super far in it, but, (laughs) but Western medicine and how they treat mental illness is they take you in, you list, or actually there's usually like a checklist involved. Yeah. Do you meet this criteria for depression? If you don't meet, like, eight out of those ten bullets,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're fine. You're fine. And there's very you're little You're just, listening.
1: like, kind of sad.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's very moderate. You're fine. If you'd like, I'll give you a pill.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally, here's a pill. Right. <laughs> You'll be fine.
0: And, and I yeah, I I just don't think that's it at all. I think you need to listen to the person sitting in front of you and... Mm-hmm. But even like you said, you didn't really know what you had until you started doing your research. Yeah, and
1: I'm and I don't want right. to sit here like doctors don't know what they're talking about. They, yeah, right, <laughs> like right, because <laughs> Google can only get you so far. You know, but don't like,
0: rely on WebMD. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, but I yeah. think there it was a lot of like internal work
0: of it is. being
1: like these are the feelings I've had why am I feeling this way and why have I suppressed these feelings for so long? Like, now I right. feel like I'm allowing myself to feel things so I'm learning more about myself. Yes. And that's a big thing with, like, happiness is, like, being able to connect with every emotion and not suppress others. Because I feel like there's this, there like like we said earlier, like, happiness equals being happy all the time yeah. and laughing and smiling all the time when it doesn't. it's It's... Being able, like, being content, and being able to be like at peace with yourself All and your emotions, emotions yeah. yeah.
0: Not like I like this feeling, but not this one. So right. I'm gonna push it so away. So I'm only gonna equals, feel this one. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely equals unhappiness. Yeah. And that goes into the fun fact that I said. Now that I, now that we're talking about it more, it doesn't sound as depressing. <laughs> if you're overly happy. Odds are you're that person, like, I'm going to be happy all the time. Right. And then you push away...
1: Every other emotion. Other emotions,
0: which, I mean, yeah, leads to probably less creativity, I'd assume. More Mm. mistakes, I'd assume. Yeah, because you're not feeling anything,
1: or not anything. You're only feeling one emotion, so there's no, like, expression of that emotion. Or all of your emotions.
0: Right. Creativity, I think, comes from, like, all of it. Yeah. You need to have that that balance or something. Because being overly happy, I think could be as detrimental as being overly sad. Oh, yeah. Because, okay. I mean, it's just one emotion, and you're a human. All and the time. You're comprised of so much. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, but with mental illness, um, obviously not everything can be cured. And I, I do right. think genetics are huge, but like I said before, they are also allowed that 40%. Mm. of intentional activities to get to their range. So if you're, like, suffering from mental illness, you still have control over something, and I think that's an important treatment option for it, is learning what you have control of mm. and and taking control of your life and not letting, like, stigmas or judgment tell you you're crazy right. or... Or tell you you're sad. Or, or I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Make judgments about you. When when you you can learn that this is what makes me happy. No, I'm not as happy as Joe Schmo over there. But mm-hmm. I'm as happy as I can as be. I can, yeah. yeah, as I can be. And that's... That's... Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> that's important to learn about yourself. Yeah. I
1: think. Um, so, I mean, yeah. yeah. There is something to be said about... like I, I Like, I don't want to completely harp on pills, because in, in a lot of cases, people do need them. But I think a, a lot of it is not just a pill. Like yeah. It's not like, oh, here's a pill, you'll be cured. It's here's a pill to help you cope, but you also need to do a lot of self-reflection and work towards getting better.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also noted on... It, it might be harder going back to the listening thing it definitely might mm-hmm. be harder for for people suffering from like depression or anxiety um, because they don't feel heard or listened to and mm. and how can you like I just said you need to work on that yourself to get control over your life to listen to yourself but how can you foster that skill within yourself if if you don't feel heard right right so And if someone's constantly telling
1: you, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, or you're not as bad, or you, yeah, exactly, you don't feel understood or heard.
0: Yeah, so it's hard for you to then turn inwards and listen to yourself.
1: Right. Because then you're telling yourself, you're crazy, you're not feeling it as bad, blah, 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 you're not as bad as anybody else. You start to tell yourself things that other people are telling you. Oh, When it is such a internal thing.
0: Yes right and that's uh, i think that's why people get stuck yeah no one hears them and then it leads to untrust and anger and fear which are the big no-nos, big big no-nos. Dalai Lama. <laughs> um, and, and then they feel they can't open up to others and so they suppress 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 mm. and 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 they dig themselves further down a hole where they they can't be happy but and again i don't i don't want to blame other people for that but I. There, there is something to be said about listening. Mm. And it's such an important skill, more so than I think communication. I think if you can listen before you can speak, mm. wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, You
0: are not only helping other people, you are helping yourself. Like, If you think, when was the last time you actively listened to somebody? Mm. It is hard. I'm working on yeah. that every day. I feel like people
1: feel like, Oh, I have to fill the silence, or I have to respond.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you
1: don't always have to respond. You can just leave something as it is and say, "Like, I get it. I understand." You know what I mean? Like, like, or or I don't understand. Tell me more. Or I yeah. or I don't understand the feelings you're feeling, but I understand that you need me to to vent to, to listen to, to just unload on.
0: Yeah, definitely just to understand.
1: Yeah, to understand. Yeah, Yeah, help me understand. Yeah. You
0: understand what they're saying. Right. And and even this um the skill of mirroring what they say. So if you really feel so inclined to respond, mirror what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So they say it out loud, you repeat back and then follow with, Did I hear you right? That's active listening. Yeah. So if you feel like, oh my god, it's silent, I have to talk, mirror. Yeah. It helps is, you yeah. and it helps other people. It's so. It also important.
1: validates the other person. Yeah. By saying, "I hear you, I understand." Yeah, but am I correct? Heard. Yeah,
0: yeah. They feel heard. You feel important in the conversation, right? More so than if you were just giving your input. And mm. I and I know you probably might feel really important giving your advice, but um, that that's not always what other people need. Mm. Right? Yeah especially understanding that, that that might dig people farther down a hole if they don't feel truly understood but yeah um so i have a whole list of questions to discuss about this idea of happiness and i don't know if you got a chance to look at it because i did look but i also wanted to um
1: have a few that were surprises that I kind of had to think about on the spot
0: right there I have 22 listed oh jeez. just to like think about happiness and stuff um so I think I think with questions in general we answer them all the time in our mind but but until we say them like out loud and express them vocally we may not truly know if that's really how we think so you know, like, when people tell you, like, oh, think before you speak, that's not always possible. I, I think mm-hmm. in order to actually know what you think, you might have to say it out loud.
1: Yeah. Because I, I or think... Or just, like, first response.
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. Because I think you can think of, like, a lot of things in your head, mm-hmm. but until you say and it out loud, them. and then you're like, wait a second, did I just say that? <laughs> that's usually what you think right. or believe. Um. All right, so I'll, I'll throw one at you. Ready? I don't know which ones you wanted as a surprise, but That's I'm okay. just throwing just go for it. anything at you. Okay. What activity brings you the most joy?
1: That's tough. I feel like, and I hate that I say this, but I feel like singing. Because I, yeah. I think it's such a stress reliever, and I don't always get to do it because I like, I'm surrounded by a lot of people all the time, so I feel like when I get the chance to, it's literally, like, screaming for an hour and a half, like, literally just screaming and unloading everything for an hour and a half, and just, like, but it's, I I don't know, it's just so comforting to me, and it's, it's my form of, like, stress relief.
0: It's your form of expression. Right,
1: and when I can be alone and just, like, like, just scream, basically, (laughs)
0: Oh my god!
1: Because I feel like I'm a quiet person in general, like yeah. normally. So I feel like when I do get that time to just like unload, it's so nice.
0: It's it sounds pleasant too, because oh. you can oh, actually you. sing. So it's not like <laughs>
1: me singing. Hey, I I don't I don't believe that. I feel like anyone and can love. sing.
0: Oh right, here we go. <laughs> it's a muscle. It is a muscle. <laughs> All right, fine. You're good at singing. You train that muscle. Um, yeah, you're good at singing.
1: Well, what you. about
0: what activity brings you the least joy? If you can think of one out of many,
1: that's that's more tough, right? Because I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, there's a lot of things that I don't like doing, but like but i don't think it brings me the least joy like i think the well the first thing that came to mind was like school but i, I also yeah. but i also don't want to make it sound like i hate school mm. cuz i do i do love it i love learning i love like hearing other people's points of views i love discussion but i think there's so much stress and anxiety that comes with school in my experience that it like i have this Connotation that school equals bad, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes,
0: and I think for you, especially in high school when you were doing those classes that you really did not like, mm. in order to make your, your, um, not resume, but transcript, yeah, uh, college, yeah, college, whatever, yeah, resume, college, resume, right? Yeah. And I was like, is that even what they call it? I don't <laughs> even remember. <laughs> I feel like- I think it was like years ago to boost, ago, I was to boost in high your image, to boost yes. your image, yeah, um, for college. Right. So it's almost like, and I think a lot of people I think, did this in high school. Yeah, I think yeah. high
1: school for me was like, oh, you're here to get into college. Yeah. So th- the whole experience of it was warped from the beginning because I did love school growing up. Like I liked middle school, and I liked well, obviously everybody likes elementary school because it's not time. real work, <laughs> but. Oh. Yeah, I think, like, freshman year was good, and then sophomore year I started taking more harder classes, and I was like, do I like these classes? Why am I taking these classes, and what's the root of me taking these classes? Is it to learn, or is it to get into college? To get a grade, to get into college. And I think that's the, that's the, and then I, like, that kind of ruined learning for me for a while. Yeah. And then I got into college, and... It was definitely still a struggle like I like even last semester virtual school was (laughs) and I'm sure it was for everybody because I don't want to sit here and say like it was the hardest for me. But like (laughs) it was it was so hard because I feel like a lot of that um, nobody's there to hold you accountable. Yeah, that that accountability goes away. So I feel like. I was like, oh, I don't have to go to class today. I don't have to do this work. It's not like I have to be face-to-face with my teacher the next morning. Yeah. Because I can shut my camera off. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, so I feel like, yeah, but I don't even want to say school. But
0: No, I feel way. like, But I feel
1: like now, now that I'm in college, there's I'm not doing it for anything. Well, I guess I'm doing it for a grade so I can graduate. But I feel like I appreciate it more. Because I'm also – I I pick the classes that I want to take.
0: That's the beauty of college. Yeah. But then there are some people that are still – like gen eds too. Yeah. And like you said, it kind of ruins learning, which is so sad because, I mean, you should be eager to learn. Everyone should be eager Mm. to learn. And and even if you're someone who's like, no, I don't ever want to learn. You should. (laughs) Yeah. Because – You are passionate about something, Mm -hmm. and you should be eager to learn more about that. And I think school, and it's not bad, it's definitely not, but I think it forces or or, um, pressures people into taking classes or learning about things Mm -hmm. that they think will equal success. Right. Because, again, I think there's this one version of success that... That everyone feels so inclined to reach. And and it's unique to everyone.
1: Yeah. Harry Styles actually <laughs> said, if you're happy doing what you love, nobody can tell you you're not successful. And. A king. Me,
0: I said, you're right. A king. I and think it's, like, it's oh just, it's God. success is so
1: unique. And I think what school has done is said, this is what success looks like. Success looks like a job and money, the most money you can get. And like we said before, like money doesn't always equal success or happiness. Right. So I feel like if if I reach the end of school and I feel like I came out a better person, then I feel like I would be successful.
0: A better person, yeah. Yeah.
1: Or a a more, I don't want to say enlightened, (laughs) but like. Yeah, that's
0: a good word, enlightened. A more educated person. Knowledgeable, yeah. Yeah. And people, I think, assume knowledge means, like... Good grade. Good grade, like, logic-based skills. Like, yeah. Knowledge can be so creative yeah. and broad. And I think it's
1: about the way you think is knowledge, not just the facts that you know.
0: Yes. Yeah. Training your brain to think in ways that are mm-hmm. enlightening. I like that word that you use. Enlightened. Enlightened. Um yeah. So, what activities do you do on a daily basis? I guess going following what brings you most joy and what brings you the least joy. What do you spend most of your time doing?
1: Mm, School. Right. Right. But that's kind of unavoidable.
0: Unavoidable. But, yeah. But, but still, but I, you could intentionally, right, um, like change change it in a way, like you said, picking classes, right, or or choosing what you learn, right. Edit, yeah. it is. Or, or
1: like, being more active to, to sing more or to do the things that you like more.
0: Carving out time yeah. for yourself to like, sing.
1: It's hard now to be like, I want to go join a singing group because there are the no singing groups <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there are no performances. But, um, yeah, I feel like there's definitely that level of, like, oh, woe is me, I don't. I hate school, but I have to do it. And I love singing, but I can never do it. Like, no. Make time for yourself. Make time for yeah. as as much time as you can. Obviously, there are some circumstances that are unavoidable, but yeah. I could definitely spend more time.
0: You can singing. carve out, like, time in the morning. Like, um, you know, I don't know why I think of – do you remember that Friends episode <laughs> where there was that guy across from Joey's apartment – and it was when Rachel moved in, to their Rachel and Monica moved into the apartment, mm-hmm. and it was that morning guy who was like, "It's morning! Oh yes, <laughs> you know, yes, I'm singing! Yeah! <laughs> oh, beautiful! That could be your morning ritual. Yeah,
1: walk in every morning,
0: <laughs> wake up all of Boston, all of Boston. And, yeah, you just have to carve that out because, mm. um, yeah, it's unavoidable. But also, as long as I, I, I don't know, I think there are things that you can you can definitely choose. Mm. Um, all right, ready for question number two. Mm. You ready? Let's see. (laughs) All right. Um, which person in your life can you be 100% yourself with? And do not feel pressured to say me just because I'm sitting here. (laughs) No, I think that's also really hard because,
1: like, for me personally, it is so, like, we talked about this before, like, I feel like I need to do more work on finding out who I am so that I can be that with as many people as I can. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like I definitely act different. Like I said like we said before, like I definitely act different around you than I do with other people. Yeah. But who's to say that the version that I act with you is the most authentic? I'd like to think it is. Yeah. But like I don't truly know yet. So I feel like that's a tough question.
0: Yeah. And a
1: tough like again, I have to do more work on that.
0: Yes. Right. And then yeah, you have you have to ask yourself like um what version of myself because you do right. that do I want to you, present? To people yeah, you you um
1: cater to adjust
0: you cater yeah. to what you think a group or a certain person right. needs from right. you. Right. So then it's it's hard for you I think to say this is me, but then you have to think like well, which in which version or in which scenario do I feel happiest? But then it goes into what is happiness? What is that? Ha- like ha- yeah, right, is right. Happiness? <laughs> so it's hard. Um, <laughs> that's, that might be a lifelong quest to find right. out who am I? Who am I? Um, and then a similar question is: Which person makes you act like someone else? which yeah again anybody case, anybody everyone yeah right um and then I guess following that was who do you surround yourself with
1: that's tough because I feel like a lot of people that I'm friends with are circumstantial and yeah. that's I, I, it sounds really bad to say it like that but like I become friends with people if I see them every day like I think I'm terrible at making friends <laughs> <laughs> like, to be completely honest but, like, if I'm – and and those friendships aren't any less than because they're circumstantial. But, like, I feel like if I see someone in a class every day, then I'll become friends with that person. But if we weren't in that class every day together, then I don't think I would seek them out. Be- that's, just, yeah. that's just me. Like, no, I but, do that, too. But, like, that yeah. friend becomes one of my closest friends. And then that's great. That's a great relationship. But, like – it's, it's stuck to that class. It's, it, it, it originated yeah. from that class and being with them every day and being forced to see them every day.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm guilty of that too. I think a lot of people are. And many probably don't want to admit it because it sounds like almost like you're forming superficial relationships with right. others. And nobody wants yeah, exactly. to do Yeah, exactly. And that, I don't want but... it to
1: sound like I'm forming... <laughs> like, I, I feel like it sounds really bad if I say, oh, you're just a circumstantial friend. <laughs> <Yeah. But>
0: like, <laughs> you're only my friend because we sit together. Right. That, but, but, like, if <laughs> we think about... If we
1: truly think about it, and I really don't want this to sound bad, but, like, we're only friends because we met in fourth grade.
0: Yes! and And so we just true. kind of
1: stuck together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we... But, like, I think if we were in different classes in fifth grade. When we moved up to middle school, yeah. we probably would have drifted apart. That's totally true. Yeah. But like again, I value our friendship. Yeah. More than anything, but like.
0: Yeah, and I think I was gonna say I think we stayed friends because we definitely we formed that bond. Yeah, but also I I think there is something
1: there is a deeper st- level of our friendship right. that's not just circumstantial. Right. Yes. Again, that was yeah. a good
0: point. If we weren't in the same class in fifth grade. Because we were so young and like little right. kids, they make and break friendships. Right. So
1: now, easily. obviously, we went to two different colleges. Right. You know, we don't live in the same place, but we're still friends.
0: Right, and then I think because I think you guys- we've
1: passed that point of, we passed the point of no return.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you kind of stuck, You're stuck with me it. now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. As you get older, and then there's other circumstances, mm. the ones that stick. Should stick for a while, mm-hmm. right? and then and then that's when you when you realize, well, these people aren't benefiting me, and that's I think why you drift apart from certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, because of and I think it's it's easy to blame circumstances in in those cases, but it also could be like real differences, yeah, that you just didn't acknowledge before. and the circumstances in which you formed the friendship were, favorable i guess Mm -hmm. just i don't know how to word that but yeah that's interesting um all right this one you might not like (laughs) if you don't want to answer it just say (laughs) stop okay um what do you love the most about your physical body Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) nobody likes answering that i feel i mean there's a Select few that are like I like this and that and that for them.
1: When are you gonna answer one of these questions? You didn't (laughs) ask me anything.
0: I'm gonna keep asking until I'm asked.
1: Okay. What do you love the most about your physical body? All right, Emma,
0: that was a low blow. (laughs) Come on. All right. um, Most about my physical body, I like my eyes. Oh. Okay, that's a physical <laughs> body part, true. right? I, I, yeah, That's right? Valid. That's valid. I, I think it helps having a mask. You don't realize. I think you even said this too. Like, I I didn't even realize how blue your eyes were. Thank Maybe. God for masks. Like, I don't, <laughs> but um, yeah, I would say my eyes. You have to answer the question.
1: <laughs> I feel like this this goes into such a deep level of. <laughs> <laughs> really internalize.
0: Okay, do you see how hard it is
1: for yourself?
0: Right, yeah. it's so hard to answer that. Right. Instead of saying like next question, answer it. <laughs> like,
1: I don't know. Okay, let's think.
0: Because I think to-
1: I think a big thing that I was self conscious about that I don't want to say got fixed because that's not the message I'm trying to convey. It's like just fix it. <laughs> but I think yourself. my teeth. I think I was self conscious about my teeth. And then I I got, and then I got braces, which again, (laughs) which made my self conscious levels drop so low. It didn't
0: help that when I
1: got braces,
0: that we totally made fun of you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, thanks guys.
0: (laughs) We did, and that was terrible, terrible of us. But we were young. But
1: now I feel like I, I, like when I was when I first got my braces, I like wouldn't smile with teeth. Like I would, oh, yeah. I would try as hard as possible. The too. little side smirks. Yeah, side smirks. <laughs> or like, or like, <laughs> or like, put my hand over my mouth and when I laughed. laughed. Yeah. And now I'm like, huh? Eh? My teeth are. My teeth are great.
0: Yeah.
1: And my teeth aren't perfect either. Like, I don't wear my retainer. <laughs> like.
0: Do you really need a retainer?
1: Yeah, you're supposed to wear it like every night, I think.
0: After braces. Mm-hmm. Damn.
1: But I like, know. yeah, and I th- there are still so many things that I. Like, oh, my teeth aren't perfectly white.
0: Or yeah, like, I mean, no one's teeth will be yeah. perfectly white. Even if you do whiteners. Right.
1: So there's always something yeah. that I find wrong with myself.
0: <laughs> yes. It's easy. I think that that is such a hard thing for people to, to talk about is what they like about their physical body because, mm-hmm. well, first of all, I think we were kind of wired to not boast Mm -hmm. about our physical body that's the other
1: thing is you say oh i love my body then it's like right like if if you were
0: to ask me that question and i said well i like i like you know like my shoulders Mm -hmm. my my legs my abs like Mm -hmm. you'd be like all right all right yeah (laughs) but then it's like why don't we think that right it is your body Mm -hmm. it's yours you have it for the rest of your life why why shouldn't you (laughs) love like everything about it even Mm -hmm. if you're like I like my nose. And then somebody's like, well, it's kind of weird. Right. And even if it is weird, you you should love it. Right. You should.
1: But then, the, again, that stems of, like, what is weird.
0: Yeah, what is weird, like, yeah. it's all, like, just man-made
1: concepts of yeah. beauty standards, but that's a whole rabbit hole.
0: Yeah. It's beauty standards. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll get into soon. Very soon. <laughs> um, second part of that question was, what about your mind and personality so like what do you love the most about your mind and personality again which is not as hard to answer i think i
1: don't know sense. i feel like, like maybe
0: it is i don't know
1: for me it is hard cuz then one that's pinpointing a personality yeah and two like like i would never say and i and i don't think this but like i would never say oh i'm smart You know what I mean? Because then people would be like, "Mm, not really. (laughs) 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 i But, like, I would never – I don't know. I would never feel comfortable saying – even if I was a genius, I would never feel comfortable saying, I'm smart. And I love that about myself.
0: Right. Because, like you just just said – you're worried it's about what other people, people say. Will yeah. Think of you because there's always going to be someone
1: smarter than you. There's right. always going to be someone thinner than you or has wider teeth you. than yeah. you, yeah. So if I say, "Oh, I like my teeth," then someone will say, "Well, he has straighter teeth than you do."
0: Like, uh, okay. Yeah, and then you're, you're like, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm just I kidding. I don't like my teeth. Like <laughs> right. oh, oh, okay. So I don't like my teeth.
0: You know how wrong that is. Yeah. That is so sad. Right, and we're we're just so cautious about what other people are gonna say when we like something about ourselves.
1: Mm.
0: And then, and then some people have the uh, the nerve to say, "Well, why are you sad?" Uh, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why am I sad? Why are you sad? Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Are you ready for the next question? I guess. Okay. (laughs) Um, This is a deep one. Do you still have anger towards people that have wronged you in the past?
1: (laughs) I think this is tough because I don't know how many people have truly wronged me.
0: Even mild.
1: I feel like I get angry at a lot of things. I feel like I have unadulterated anger <laughs> <laughs> at so many things. And I just, like, hate things for no reason. Yeah. So I feel like if someone were to wrong me, that that image of that person in my mind would be com- ruined forever.
0: Yeah, so, like, it's like zero forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah okay um then here's another part of that are you still angry with yourself for past mistakes because i was gonna that's why the long pause i was gonna say are you are you struggling to forgive other people or are you struggling to forgive yourself so i i decided to add this part to it it's
1: it's it's definitely myself yeah i feel like there's there have been times where i feel like i regret every single decision I've ever made in my entire life. Like, truly regret everything. Like, like, and 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 I think back on things, and this obviously goes to the overthinking things of just, like, laying in bed at night and thinking about something that I said four years ago. Like, I go, if I had done this in that moment, my whole life would have been changed.
0: Yeah, every and,
1: decision. And, yeah. and I'm like, I sit in bed and just think, like, Damn, I wish I had a time machine. Not to like change the world or like get the lotto numbers, but like literally to be like if I could go back to this moment and do this thing. Say
0: that one thing. Say comeback. that one thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. My my the the entire course of my life would be different. It would. Yeah. Knowing the things that I know now and that's everybody. Like everybody has those moments in their life that like, oh, knowing the things I know now, I wish I could go back and change this. But I feel like, for me, it's so, like, every part of my life, I feel like, should have gone differently. (laughs) And that's such a hard thing to, like, wrap my mind around. Because then I feel like, am I doing that now? And five years from now, am I going to regret everything that I did now? Because I like to think Mm -hmm. that I'm making progress and doing things that make me happy or things that are in my best interest. But... At the same time, it's like, well, I thought that I was doing that then.
0: Right. Yeah, every decision kind of determines your life. Mm. But it's also not that deep. Wow, right. did you just hear me say that? It's not that deep. <laughs> I never say that. Because <laughs> um, they're, they're little decisions that just add up over time. And I think yeah. to, to think that my entire life could have been different... Maybe is not the case, because mm-hmm. they're all very small, but I mean, yeah. there's little things that you might not have said, but I mean, I think if you regret them so much, maybe say them. Yeah. Right? Even if it's not saying or right. it's doing, I think in certain cases. You yeah.
1: Kind of- I think like for yeah. me, it's like, oh, that was my chance, and now it's gone. Yeah. So I, but like, that's definitely something that I can be like, no, that wasn't just your one chance. You can still do this.
0: Yes, or even if you can't like do it in the way you could have before, mm-hmm. you can use that knowledge
1: and create that opportunity.
0: Yes, in in different situations. Mm-hmm. So then it's it's kind of like that whole idea of fear mm-hmm. is learning. Like that, I didn't say that or I didn't do that at that time yeah. because I was scared.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's yeah. that's me. Like a lot of stuff that I didn't do stemmed from fear, irrational fear. Yeah,
0: most. Most people are like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people live in regret. They're like, well, I should have done that. And then if you think, why didn't you? Yeah. Odds are it's because of fear. Yeah. So,
1: And it's definitely a tough thing to, like, kind of realize. I'm 20 and I feel this way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Give it 10 more years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not something you can just um, redo, but... But know that you, with that knowledge, you can you can go on more fearless. Mm-hmm. I guess again, not to oversimplify it. Right, but
1: right. Again, it's that it's that work. It's yeah. that I have to put in the work of not being as fearful, not being as anxious.
0: Yeah. Instead of instead of continuously saying, "I wish I did that," "I wish I did that," right. "I wish I didn't do that."
1: Yeah. Just do stop it. Stop <laughs> yourself, and then yeah. be like. Is this gonna be one of those moments where in five years I'm gonna yeah. regret not doing it? Yeah.
0: Because you're postponing it. You're yeah. postponing that knowledge that, that 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 experience that situation gave you mm-hmm. of not doing something or doing something that was wrong. And you're postponing it to to benefit you later on, I guess. Yeah. And a lot of people do that and I think it, it really it's detrimental to their happiness. Mm, for sure. Um for anger, how long have you been holding on to anger? Day one, maybe. Day one, <laughs> yes. I agree.
1: No, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was not an angry child. I was not an angry child. Yeah. I think probably, like, around high school age is when I started, like, being so fearful and being so anxious, and that's when, like, these patterns started happening. Of like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, because what if?
0: More cautious. What if?
1: What if? What if? What if? It's that yeah. all those possibilities, none of them good, race through my mind at every point. Like, what if they say this back? What if they don't like what you say? What if you get made fun of?
0: Yeah, I think it's it's more knowledge of the world you live in, which is mm. it's sad, um, and, and I think that's why kids are so open, is because they don't have that knowledge of the world yeah. and of what. Of of the negative aspects of the world, I can't say this is the world. (laughs) Um, They don't have that knowledge of what uh, there are tendencies of people to do, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that's why many people are are
1: fearful. And they don't care. They don't care, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think with increased knowledge, people are more fearful. Mm -hmm. But it should be the opposite because you shouldn't think, that everyone's tendency is to be bad, right? right or is or out
1: to get you to
0: judge you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, moving on to wrap this up Those with are the rare. holidays. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> holidays and seasonal depression. Okay. Um, how is happiness dependent on the weather, daylight, and holidays?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so to, I, I think for me, like, um, when it comes to the weather and daylight, like, for me, it already feels like, and this is any time of the year, it already feels like there's only, like, five hours in a day. Like, yeah. And, and and I cannot, and, I, and, and if I don't get everything that I need to get done in those f- metaphorical five hours, then I, I, that, that day was a waste. That day was a failure. So yeah. I feel like now, when it gets dark, you associate dark with nighttime. <laughs> like The day's over.
0: Yeah. Good so, night. Yeah, so if
1: it, if it gets dark at four, that five hours now turns into three hours. And yeah. you're like, wake up, I have to do everything in three hours, or else nothing counted for the day. And that oh, that's yeah. just me, but I feel like a lot of people feel like that. And also, just like being in the dark for so long, right. like from that's... four to ten or whatever you go to bed is...
0: There are definitely is, psychological yeah. like effects from daylight mm. We are so we we run off of the daylight mm-hmm. um, so the way I have been learning to look at it is the seasons kind of represent how you should adjust your lifestyle. So winter going into winter with shorter days, I think it's meant to be more of a time of like restoration and and nourishment, and replen- replenishment, mm-hmm. um, because our needs change year round, and I like to say it's Mother Nature's way <laughs> of telling us, you need to nourish yourself now, like, this is your time to nourish, it's not meant to be like summer, and I think yeah. I I was very guilty of doing that, it was trying to hold on to summer for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 Sometimes I would even wear clothes, like, like, Burks I would hold off. Yeah. You still, you were just...
1: Like, I, I, wore, I wore them today, okay? today yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, because you don't want to let go of that. But then we're fighting our natural tendencies, I guess. Mm. Because we... Okay, this is going to sound hippie. We are like children of the earth. Yeah. The way I think No, I get of it, that. Right? Yeah. And and we're not we're not kind we're just not going along with the flow, the natural yeah. flow of like what we're supposed to be doing and I think that's that affects our happiness. That affects mm-hmm. my happiness at least. Cuz mm-hmm. cuz I already go into winter before it even starts. I'm like this is going to suck. Yeah. Like and that's that, again yeah. that
1: negative mindset yeah. of this isn't going to be good, so it's not right. going to be good. Yeah. But if you go into it saying, it's going to be awesome, the snow is so pretty, and I love bundling up, and I can drink hot chocolate, <laughs> like trying well, to find every every, <laughs> every good possible thing in winter, and obviously it, the, there's not just surface level, level hot chocolate, but like drink lots of, drink hot, lots chocolate. of hot chocolate, yeah. and you'll be fine. But, um, finding the good in 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 everything. And that's easier said than done, of course. Like obviously I am not one of those people that finds the good in everything, but yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, like instead of stressing about the things that you can like like I don't have time to do this or that or I can't do this or that mm-hmm. in the winter, maybe there's a reason you can't. Mm. And instead of, like, pushing it or or complaining about it, like, why can't I swim? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Maybe there's a reason. Maybe it is seriously meant to restore you.
1: Right. It's a reflective time. It's forcing you to be reflective.
0: Yes. And I think think that's why a lot of people get seasonal or are affected by the the changes of the season. Mm. I mean, along with a lack of sunlight because mm-hmm. then i think even when the sun is out people don't go outside cuz it's so damn cold like i don't go outside right yeah. and that's that affects me right cuz we need sunlight like that's mm-hmm. we're like plants <laughs> um but yeah in a in a similar respect it's also the holidays
1: yeah there's a lot and of stress. Yeah, there's three holidays back to back
0: i know in the span of like 2 months yeah yeah and and,
1: and I, there's so much pressure involved in every one of them. Yes, and and the highest of expectations. Yeah, that to to have be to be met. Yeah,
0: to buy as many gifts as possible, yeah. to buy the most, spend the most money. Gifts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that and that definitely takes away from what the holidays are supposed to be like.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, They're supposed
0: to be like again, kind of like replenish and stuff. And right and spend time with loved ones and that's mm-hmm. supposed to be a nourishing grounding thing. Yeah. And we we've
1: put like a superficial materialistic anxiety um, meaning to it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> holiday time and it's like wait, what? Right. <laughs> that's not It's supposed become to the be total that. opposite yeah.
1: of what it was meant to do.
0: Yeah. And then you also have those those stressors of holiday weight gain because right. Going back to the question, like, what do you like, like the, the most about your, body your physical or... body, and and because you're so you're so hung up on that, like, what do mm. I look like? What will people think of me? Yeah, right. Um,
1: if I take this extra scoop of mashed potatoes, is everybody at the table going to notice? Yeah, and say like, oh, she's eating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why she looks like that. She's eating a, lot, you know what yeah. I mean? Like,
0: there's that holiday and seasonal gloom, and it's it. Yeah, definitely the pressure of getting gifts, too. It, yeah. If you don't get as many the gifts. The perfect gift. The perfect yeah. gift or as many gifts. There's mm-hmm. something with quantity, which um, is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very wrong. Um, and, and a lot of people push it, too. They might not even be able to afford it, but they're like, well, it's holiday time. I have to. I
1: have to. I have yeah. no
0: choice. Yeah, there's these, these expectations that really just ruin The joy of the holidays, and that's very sad to me. Um,
1: So this holiday season, make it a time to be very reflective. Replenish yourself. And replenish yourself. I'm going to (laughs) try.
0: Probably not going to succeed, but at least I'll try. Drink some ginger tea. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. Do whatever, do what you like to do. Go back to that reflective question of what makes you most joyful and what makes you least joyful and what are you doing? Just reflect. Yeah, and and answer maybe just other questions on your own. Like, are you proud of yourself, or are you proud of who you are today? Um, naming red flags in your life that you're ignoring. How many real friends do you have? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. Little things like that. Like seriously, reflect. Um, and and you might surprise yourself. You might hone into your happiness and be like, wow. This feels kind of good. Mm. Um,
1: yeah, even just answering those questions,
0: just like to, yeah, a just few of on, them. I feel yeah. like
1: I <laughs> learned something about myself.
0: I feel like I learned something about you.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like I could sit there and think about it and 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 think about different answers, but when I'm being recorded and I have to say something,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like the kind of the first you say the first thing that comes out of your mouth, and that oftentimes is your. Genuine reaction to something, yeah. You don't have time to think about it and stress about it. What your answer is going to be? So,
0: exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. So you don't think before you speak. Don't speak. Think. <laughs> be vocal, and you will be like, "Wait, what? I think. <laughs> I think that, that way? way. Yeah, yeah." Um, so yeah, acknowledge, acknowledge these questions about your own life, um, so that you, you know you are in control of your own happiness. That's that's the big idea. You can be the happiest possible version of yourself. As cliche as that might sound, (laughs) have a lovely Christmas and and holiday season. season. Join us next week for body image. Mm -hmm. Very excited. Very excited. All right. See you on the flip side.